Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Sal Licata here once again with WFAN Daily. Remember when I last left you on Friday and I was talking about hope and be excited and This is the time to believe if you're a Jets or Giants fan. Yeah, about all that. Look, the reality is you do want to go into these games and have high hopes and expectations of your team succeeding. However, that seems to be an impossibility when it comes to New York football. The reality is both these teams suck. And we got that rude awakening Yet again on Sunday. Let's start with the Jets. And and for those Jet fans who think that I hate the Jets, you couldn't be more wrong. I want the Jets to win. I like when all New York sports teams are good. The difference that we have is you view the team that you root for, the Jets, good, and I view them as shit. And guess what? They prove to be shit. So they're awful from top down. Joe Douglas failed miserably. Robert Sala is awful as a head coach. Zach Wilson can't cut it in the NFL, or at the very least, certainly not with the Jets in New York. The offensive line is a mess. I think the defense is overrated. They yet again got embarrassed in a game where I was surprised that a lot of people thought going in that they could win. You want to tell me they could maybe cover the spread at eight and a half or whatever it was, one off at seven, but you want to tell me that's fine. The idea that the Jets could actually beat the Dolphins, I mean, come on, in Miami. I know Miami was banged up, but... If you've watched these two teams, as we have, and you do it unbiasedly, as I have, the Jets, come on. Anyway, not to beat the dead horse here, because the Jets have been, we we officially buried them weeks ago when they lost to the Falcons. But now, in typical Jet fashion, they kill any hope of any excitement of Aaron Rodgers coming back and having that drama for a week going into Christmas, you know, Christmas Eve games against Washington. They're they're just awful. And again, they showed you how far they really are from competing at a serious level. I got news for you, even with Aaron Rodgers, and I blow the whole thing up. I mean, Rodgers is another one. What's he doing flying around during practice playing linebacker? Like, come on. Anyway, that's a story for a different day. But point is, Jet showed how bad they really are. And I know that they're not going to make any changes. Or at least I don't know that. I expect they're not going to make any changes. I think that they should. I think it's time for Woody to clean house and start over, or at the very least, change the head coach. 
because it is just it's just not going to get much better next year, even with a healthy Aaron Rodgers. There are far more problems than than just the quarterback play. But yet again, the Jets showed you how embarrassing they are as a franchise. It's sad, but that's the true reality of where they're at. You get excited, you want to believe, even though the team's under 500, and they let you down. And they don't even let you down. Like, they destroy you. They destroy you. It was another non-competitive game, basically, from the start. And I'm tired of hearing about how good that defense is. I'm tired of hearing about Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. I'm tired of all of it. They are an embarrassment. And the reality is, we... Hey, look, I'm, I'm thankful that they got us to week 15 with games that somewhat mattered. Like I said, even though we knew they weren't going to make the postseason, the game did matter. You want to extend some hope. Well, now it's officially over for them. And it really ended four plays in when Rodgers went down. You give them some credit for prolonging it, I guess, as much as they did. But the reality is they're no good. Nobody there that's running things is any good either. And... Exhibit A of that is Garrett Wilson on the sideline talking to Aaron Rodgers and basically pleading with Aaron Rodgers and Robert Sala not even doing anything about it, just standing there looking again, clueless. Seems like a nice guy. I don't really know. I don't have a texting relationship with him. You know what I'm saying? But he's not a good head coach. And if the Jets ever want to be taken seriously, I think that's something that they're going to have to look at to potentially change the head coach with Robert Sala. But the Jets disappoint yet again, and so do the Giants. And it's not just about Tommy DeVito, because I thought DeVito was fine. I mean, I know he's, you know, got sacked, what, seven times. He was missing throws. Guys were dropping balls as well on him. Offensive line wasn't very good. Giants really didn't do much of anything else either. But the Giants disappointed overall on a game where they had a legitimate chance to get back in the thick of things in the NFC playoff picture against a team that hasn't been playing very good at all in the New Orleans Aints. So to go down there and lay an egg, which is what the Giants did, was disappointing. And I think that's just on everybody. I thought the defense played like crap, couldn't get any. But where was Kayvon Thibodeau? Did he play? You know, and that's the thing. And I know people, you know, oh, you guys hate Kayvon. I don't hate Kayvon. Truth be told, I really don't even give a crap about Kayvon Thibodeau. Too much has been made of him as far as I'm concerned. But he's not an impact player Every single game. He's not a game wrecker. When you draft a pass rusher that high in the draft, he should be a game wrecker. And he's not. At times, he's gotten to the quarterback three, three and a half times a game, whatever it may be. The numbers are terrific, sure. But if you watch him on a consistent basis, too many times it's, hey, he got three sacks against the Jets or three sacks against the Commanders. And then against the Saints, where you need him to get to Derek Carr, nowhere to be found. And I know he does things, you know, as Carl Banks said and others have said, he does things that we don't necessarily see as far as being an impact. And I know Wink Martindale loves him. That's great. But this is a game where you need your pass rushers to show up. Giants didn't get any pressure on Carr all day long. They couldn't stop him. They couldn't stop the run. Their defense has been playing very well, but it was disgusting yesterday. And I know the story is more about DeVito, but I don't think DeVito is really to blame. And furthermore, even if you want to knock DeVito for a bad game, it doesn't mean that he can't play in the league. Look, nobody was building him up to Tom Brady or Brock Purdy levels. What we were saying is, why can't he be that? And he still has the opportunity to be that. I'll tell you this, even with the embarrassing loss and, you know, the playoff hopes being shot, non-competitive game, it's crazy. We go into both these games hoping to have some excitement. And meanwhile, they were both over from the get-go. 
much like both the Jets and Giants seasons have been for the last decade over from the get-go. But the thing that impressed me about DeVito was in the loss, the ability to take accountability right afterward and talk about how we didn't play with enough swagger and that's on me. I like to go out there and, and lead the way. I'm paraphrasing here. I like to go out there and lead the way and he didn't have that. Now, this will be good. And as Dable said before the game, this will be good long-term. Obviously, it hurts now. As Dable said before the game, Tommy DeVito hasn't gone through adversity. We don't want him to go through adversity, but he hasn't gone through it yet, and we know it's inevitable. Well, this will be some adversity here because what you're going to have now this week is people tearing him down. It's the build-up. It's the build-up. It's the build-up. Then the teardown starts. So now you're going to see after one you know, off game for DeVito on that Giants offense as a whole. Like I said, was he great? No, but New Orleans a good defense, and nobody else around him helped him out anyway. But you're going to see the teardown now of Tommy DeVito, and he's going to have to respond. He's either going to be able to play or he's not. This could be the beginning of the end, or it could be the beginning of him getting through a rough patch and coming back out of it. So, and look, you get banged up in the game. You know, it's another thing, both the quarterbacks with Zach Wilson and DeVito getting banged up as well. Just a, a an, an awful, awful way to have the two seasons for both the Jets and the Giants officially coming to an end on a day where we had high hopes in Week 15 that at least we'd see competitive games with a realistic chance for making a case for each team to potentially win that. And... Obviously, it, it didn't happen, and it couldn't, you know, look, I was watching, you know, I had all the games on, but those games were over basically by half, so I was paying more attention to the Chiefs game, which I bet on, um, Packers game, and you know, some other games that were going on around the league, but, I mean, my God, having these games on, watching them get drubbed yet again, it is frustrating, to say the least. Another year... You know, think about it. Giants made the postseason last year, which proved to be a little bit of an aberration. Giants made the postseason a year ago, and now we're back to square one with neither team making the postseason. And with the Jets, total chaos, it feels, as we await now the return of Aaron Rodgers next year and hope to do what they were supposed to do this year, next year. I mean, that's what it's going to be about with the Jets going into the offseason. I'm sure there'll be buzz about Devontae Adams and all that. It, to me, that the lipstick on a pig. I mean, the, the Jets are they're in a bad, bad spot right now. You don't want to be in no man's land. And they're hinging their hopes for the second straight year on a 40-year-old quarterback who, you know, got injured for the year this year. So they're in trouble. At least with the Giants, they have some direction with Dable and Shane. Now, they need a quarterback. And we're going to learn about Tommy DeVito here the final few weeks. I know Daniel Jones is still under contract, but I'm done with Daniel Jones. Me, personally. They may not be, but I'm done with Daniel Jones. And I get the sense that they would be, too. But they need a quarterback. But as long as Shane and Dable are there, you trust that the Giants are in a good spot. The bigger picture issues, when you think about it, as the New York football season officially comes to an end in Week 15, both these teams yet again. Like, the one thing they do consistently is get top 10 picks. That's the one thing over the last decade we could say, hey, this happened quite a bit. Jets and Giants in the top 10 in the draft. And that's not something we want to see. And every year it's the hope, especially with the Jets. Oh, they're going to get the quarterback. They'll get the quarterback. It seems to fail. 
And the Giants now and Jets both should be looking for a, for a quarterback in the upcoming draft, especially if you're going to be you know picking potentially <laughs> top five, which is hard to believe, but certainly top ten. I think they're six and seven now, uh, respectively. The good news in New York sports, it's Yamamoto season. All right, that does it for WFAN Daily. We'll be back again tomorrow. Enjoy all the talk shows on a Monday. We'll see you later on.